0: Welcome to the Creation of Living podcast. I'm your host, Heather Nichols, and I'm delighted you're here. Join me for conversations and inspirations for creating way more in every area of your life and living. Welcome, everybody, to the Creation of Living podcast. Uh, We have the amazing and lovely Simone Melissa with us this week, who is um, uh, one of the core access consciousness facilitators. She facilitates choice of possibilities classes. Um, She's the creator of the Joy of Business, relationships done different, Um, lots of things, lots and lots of things, and a really amazing lady that I just... Adore and admire, and thank you so much for being here, Simone.
1: Thank you, Heather. Thank you for having me here.
0: Yeah, and we're going to talk about relationships today. Um, and um, and you know, you facilitate a lot about relationships. You've written books. You've you know have lots of conversations about relationships. And one of the things that has always been so juicy for me in this whole conversation is our relationships with ourselves and how. You really can't. it's like any sort of a relationship with other people, whatever kind of a relationship it is, if you don't have intimacy with you, it's those relationships are sort of like a bit of a house of cards, you know? Um, there's nothing to really you know stand on in a way um, if if the the intimacy with you is missing. Um, and you were just you were sharing before we started how um you know, you have this, like lately you've had this real strong sense of like just confidence with yourself and enjoying your, you know, Mm. your time with you and your space with you. So,
1: yeah, I would say that that's, that's changed a lot over the years as well. I mean, you mentioned intimacy and it's like, you know, many years ago, I mean, we talk about five elements of intimacy and access consciousness and the five elements of intimacy is gratitude, trust, honor, Vulnerability and allowance. And, you know, for years and years and years, I was like, I don't do relationship. I don't do relationship. You know, I don't see a good one. Why would I do one? You know, and that was my like, you know, foot down, hands on hips. You know, I've got my point of view and my conclusion, you know, and I'm sticking to it and didn't really create much freedom. You know, and I get the way we look at stuff, like the way we think about it, the words, like how we talk about it is how we create our reality. And I was very much choosing that. I was like resistance of relationships so much. And probably for very many different reasons that I was actually willing to look at at that time. And Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, I remember he had this conversation with me and he asked me questions about it. And I went, holy shit. And I remember going, huh, If I wasn't in resistance to relationship, then what could I choose? And I literally remember being in this shop in Crown Street in Sydney, Australia, getting some olives because we had this bowl of wine, getting some olives to eat with this thing. And I went, I have to be like Switzerland. I have to be neutral. (laughs) (laughs) I went and paid for the olives. And then we were drinking wine later. It was Gary, Chris and myself. And and I went, I'm going to be like Switzerland. I'm going to be neutral. And I was like, I was attempting to not have a point of view so Mm -hmm. that I could receive more and one of the tools that he gave me then was the five elements of intimacy which again is gratitude trust honor allowance and vulnerability and I realized I didn't have that with me and Mm -hmm. I was I and I think what was crunchy in my world was all the relationships I saw people were looking for that in somebody else like you know, oh, if they're grateful for me, then that will prove that I'm a good person. Or if they, if they love me, you know, all this sort of stuff. And it's, it's always this leaning over into something else as a source rather than you being the source of the creation of your life. So I, when I heard this, I went, God, I don't think I'm being any of these with myself. So <laughs> you know, me being me and my, you know, OCD sort of thing sets in. I wrote these five tools down on. Uh, like post-it notes and I put them in my mirror and every day when I was brushing my teeth morning and night I was like okay and I would pock and pot everywhere like destroy and uncreate anywhere that I wasn't willing to be these five elements of intimacy with myself because I knew that if I was going to be Switzerland and I was going to be neutral then <laughs> <laughs> I had to start being this with myself so it's something I really worked at and uh And it was amazing some of the stuff that would come up when you were like, Oh, I wasn't honoring of myself today. Like you chose something that was against you or against your body, you know, or I wasn't grateful for myself, or I wasn't, I wasn't trusting of myself. Because you know, you know, you know, you know when you know. And then when you go against that, well, you're not being vulnerable, you're not trusting yourself, you're not honoring of yourself, all of this. So that was a whole discovery for me. And I spent a lot of time using that tool and actually I was thinking yesterday I'm going to do it again because just because you use a tool and you start to have clarity on it doesn't mean you can't use it again and get even more clarity and sometimes for me it's so much fun to do that I call it like the going into baby access tools again and doing the <laughs> second realm of like whoa and you get even more awareness of the tools yeah. so I was thinking I was going to start doing that again and put those five elements of intimacy up and you know, and since then, so many different things have, have shown up in my life, uh, you know, with the business of access, with relationships, et cetera. But what I was saying to you before we started the show is there's something that's changed in my world where I've noticed I don't have, I'm not, lo- I'm really not looking at anything outside of me to um, acknowledge me in any way and even like from the this is, may sound silly but it's like I just went away for nine weeks on tour and one of the things that I mean Gary and Dane have always been you know one of those things that they just you know keep at you forever and ever is being Australian because I was always like you know um, uh, being as you know the righteousness of being Australian and you know Australia is the right country Australia is a great country Australia 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 and I noticed this nine weeks when I went away and I came home I went I don't know if I want to be here and then I started to ask some questions about it and then one of the things that I've gotten to recently is this place of what if the whole world was my home what if I mm. enjoyed anywhere? like I enjoyed America I enjoyed Aluga I enjoyed Italy I enjoyed London I enjoyed Australia and I enjoyed it all but I didn't have to make one place my like that that one place yeah which to me is like that you've got you've got a relationship with the entirety of the world, not just the righteousness of being in one place. Wow. And that's also shown up for me with people. Like, so I was talking to Gary one day and about, you know, missing certain people or something like that. And, he, and, and he was like, like talking about not missing anyone. Cause mm-hmm. you enjoy them when you're with them, but yeah. not necessarily missing them. And I think when you get to that place in yourself, you have more of you like it shows up not the way you think it's going to show up and it's like i've noticed recently my pilates instructor was like you have this energy of you that's just like you like the world is really available and i was like yeah it it is available yeah
0: you know yeah oh that's so cool the world is really available um
1: even in times like these (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) you know well and we did this class um years i don't know 7 years ago i think maybe um the home of infinite possibilities oh yeah and um and it's funny because at the time i was actually like i was looking for i really wanted to move from colorado and i i was looking for a place to move to even though i wasn't like i didn't really know how that was going to happen with kids and an ex-husband and all that um but i just needed to explore it and uh, and i actually live streams the class from napa california which is a place that i just absolutely love Um, and i really at the time wanted to move there Um, and i was there kind of like checking it out you know and i did have i did have that sense of like i need to move somewhere in order to you know have more be more whatever it was like the whatever the point of view i had was you know Mm. And it was so wild to have that class and the name of it and all of that. Like, and, and the class was so much about committing to your life, you know, and really having that sense of like what's true for you and the future that yeah. you would like to create and your commitment to that. And, um, and it was so cool because after that class, I was like, oh, this isn't about like finding that perfect place you know, or like being able to move at all, you know, it was like, this is about what's actually true for me and what's going to work for me, considering all the aspects of my life and everybody in it and including them in it, but not excluding me. And it was, it was a real, and it was a game changer class for a lot of people. Um, And it was, it was that moment where I went, okay, well, I don't actually have to move. Like I, 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 yeah. don't have to do I don't have to move to have whatever I thought that was going to give me, you know?
1: And I love the way you pointed out too, because it's, I think that's a really key piece because people go, oh, if you're choosing for you, you're choosing against, or you're excluding. And it's not true. It's like, mm-hmm. when you are truly choosing for you, it includes everything and everyone. So you're looking for, you know, a- another place to move, but it's like, you, you're still including your kids. You're including like everything in it. But so often it's like we start choosing based on like what somebody else thinks or how they're going to react to it rather than the action you take and the action you can be is such an invitation and inspiration for others to, you know, to choose for them as well. And yeah. I just don't get we are empowered in this, you know, this reality in, in this society, et cetera, to do that and be that. Yeah. And if we did, I think there's a really different world available.
0: Yeah, and it was it was so cool because it was like this the first time where I really looked at like I looked at me and what was going to work for me, and realized that like my kids were included in that, you know. And I I went home from that and I asked them like if you could have anything as your life, what would it be? You know that question that we love to ask, and yes. and they were little, you know. I don't remember how old they were, but um, but they were pretty young and they both just went like, they actually went and thought about it, you know, and they came back and they said this, you know, and it was really light. Like it was, it had the sense of space and expansiveness. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well, I could actually choose to stay here and keep living here, you know, and, and have it like, and have that be an honoring of me. Um, that is also an honoring of them that acknowledges that they're part of what's, you know, they're part of my world. Like they're, you know, I don't have to do it for them and not for me or for me and not for them. I can, I can be pragmatic about it and, you know, choose something that's going to make my life easier and expand, you know, things for everybody and then, and then choose other things, you know, and just like, okay, so I'm going to travel more or whatever. Um,
1: yeah, I so get it. it's not about looking for an answer or looking for a result. It's really about being in question and then and and having everything available and being able to choose in a nanosecond you know, and listening to those whispers of the universe. Like I recently was at the castle in Italy, which is, you know, Casa Borgoni, Castello di Casa Bogoni, and which I'm part owner of. And there's this one section called Casa Chameleon. It's a two bedroom apartment. And one of the bedrooms, it's got like this little Juliet balcony. And when you walk out in the Juliet balcony, it's like the view is just incredible. Mm-hmm. But there's this, you look out and look to the right and there's this little house and it kept pinging me. And I spoke to the manager and I went, hey, when you lean out of the Juliet balcony, and look to the right, who owns that house? I was like, can you ask them if they want to sell it? Because I would like that house, you know? And it's like making that demand. And it's like, it's funny because I don't know if that house is going to show up or not. And it's like, yeah it kept pinging me. So I was like, what is that? Ask a question. And most people will wait for something like, oh, wait for a for sale sign or wait till I have the money in the bank account or wait for, but that house was pinging me. And I kept looking at it every morning and I was like, do you want to be my house? You know, and I could, you know, and have this little house there or something. So it's like, what if you requested like so much and requested whatever popped and none of it was wrong and none of it was right. And you weren't vested in the outcome of how it shows up, but you actually requested it and went yeah I'll have that 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 and then don't kill the possibilities of it showing up by going to the judgment the limitation the doubt etc ask for everything like there is so much more available for all of us and Mm. then we ask for what is polite or what we think we're allowed to ask Mm. for or what matches our you know monetary uh you know situation or with our partners or with our kids etc no let's ask for the world let's go Mm. It's yeah. like the world is our oyster it's like there's so much available
0: yeah well and I would say like if we look at the five elements of intimacy gratitude allowance honor vulnerability and trust there it well those are all woven into that you know making those kinds of requests but but the vulnerability really pings me here with this because I think so many people aren't willing to really like have like ask for so much more and like stretch into like asking for things where you're like I don't know if it's going to show up I don't know how it would show up all these things like people it's like I think people tend to like shy away from that because they don't want to have the disappointment of it not working or the sense of failure or whatever or the expectations and then you know and it's like but when you're willing to have that the vulnerability of like yeah, I don't know if this is going to show up or if so, how, and I'm willing to just move with it and go with it and, you know, keep, keep turning it up and asking for more. Yeah,
1: And most people have a judgment of vulnerability that like they think it's a, it's a form of weakness, but it's actually not. It's a form of huge amount of strength to yeah. choose, you know, and ask, like you said, <clears throat> rather than, you know, and not waiting for somebody else to approve of that request. It's like, You're vulnerable enough to say, hey, this doesn't work for me, or this does work for me, or I'm changing this, or I'm choosing this. And like I said, not from resistance and reaction um or you know, fighting anything or exclusion from you being vulnerable enough to be aware of what it is that you're demanding of yourself and requesting of the universe and choose it. Like, let's go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So with those, with those five elements of interesting, like you said, you put them on your mirror and can you, um, like, what are some other, like, tools or, like, specific things that people could play with to really have more of that in their world, if they'd like to have more intimacy with themselves?
1: Well, I mean, that tool, yes, of, of doing that and, and setting them up for yourself. But I would get clear on what it is that actually works for you as well. It's like, and, I don't, and when I say get clear, I don't mean define it. I mean, play with this energy of, like, um I mean gosh whether it's like I mean I was was talking to someone earlier today and about the pleasure of your body and what you can have with it like the relationship that you have with your body and I was looking at this yesterday and I and how it was like every at the moment it's like every single moment with my body is I'm so aware of where it's at and what it's asking for etc and then being with that like even from you know, I was saying like even drinking a glass of water, it's like, I'm not just going glug, 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 glug. It's like, I'm drinking the water and really receiving it or how my body is with, you know, one of the things I have become addicted to in the last couple of years is plants. And it's mm-hmm. like you know, how my body is with the plants around the house or even the weather. It's like, you know, it's been really interesting weather here at the moment and that interaction and that engagement and really like pushing all of those barriers down. And if you have that five elements of intimacy with you, I get what the the pleasure and the hedonist, um hedonist energy that you can have and be with your body is is something that we haven't even touched the surface of. I mean, most people go to you know, say sex and copulation. it's like, sure, we're sex and copulation, you know, or they go with yummy food, but what if it's with everything? It's almost like the, the the air you breathe, it's like you're aware of like every molecule and 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 what is showing up. and no matter what is occurring around you it's like it doesn't need there's no need of something or something else because you don't lack and with that I think that level of vulnerability and intimacy that you can have with your body is is a really you know great start and then if you have that with others then hey double thumbs up like how does it get any better than that
0: (laughs) yeah wow and that that's just that there's no need because you don't lack I mean, that's huge. And functioning from that is a choice. And, um, and you it's know, a bravery
1: too, though. I mean, it's totally, a choice, totally. but there's a bravery and a courage in that. Because yeah. we're so used to having everyone else as a reference point. And if you didn't have anyone as a reference point, what would you choose? And that's a great question to ask too. It's like, if I was truly choosing my reality today, what would I choose? What works for me?
0: Boom. I think I'll we'll just leave it short and sweet and right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hidal. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you. This is great. I love it. Just so many little amazing nuggets woven through. So yeah. Thanks everybody for being here and listening and tuning in. Um, we will um, Simone dot com is where you can get more of Simone also on the access consciousness website, accessconsciousness.com and we'll put that all in the notes as well. And, um, yeah, thank you so much, Simone. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Cool. Awesome. All right. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining me for the creation of living podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and leave me a review. If you would like more, you can find all kinds of resources and upcoming events at heathernichols.com. Until next time, remember my beautiful friends, the world thrives when you do.